Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm just going to be firing bombs down the fairway. Is that what's going to happen? I bought new golf shoes yesterday because Ooh. my old golf shoes were 20, 22, maybe 23 years old. I golf maybe three times a season. So it's not like they get a lot of wear and tear on them. It was more of a style issue. <laughs> like they, uh, were, they were white golf shoes. Yeah, the golf shoe game has stepped up a lot in the last recent you know, well, handful of years. See, the thing is now is that most golf shoes just sort of look like running shoes. Like the one I bought a new pair of Adidas. Yeah, Adidas golf shoes. They just look like something that I would wear with jeans. And I don't really like that idea. It's same reason I don't like. Remember a few years ago, you could buy snowboard pants that looked like denim. Oh, yeah. But they were actual snowboard pants. It's all similar to the tuxedo T-shirt. Yeah. You're not fooling anybody. But I also want people on the golf course to know that I'm not just some hack who goes out there golfing and running shoes. You mean business. Yeah, I'm out there meaning business. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because you and I are we're playing in a golf tournament in a week. Okay, can we just rem- come back to me on that? Because i got to ask you a question. <laughs> and I haven't played a round of golf in a handful of years. Yeah. I used to love it. It just became an expensive hobby. Maybe once a year I'd go out to a range, loosen up. Oh, yeah. Start throwing grenades out there. Yeah. And uh, I can say with confidence that uh, I'm probably going to win this tournament. Wow. I've been to the range okay. twice so far this year. So... The tournament is coming up, I don't know, maybe you're listening to this 15 years in the future for some reason, and this mm-hmm. will make no sense, but it's next Monday, so that's July 11th, 2022, at the Ranch Golf and Country Club, and it's called the Jays Care Tournament. It's being put on, it's the, the company we work for, Rogers, owns the Toronto Blue Jays, so there will be Blue Jays alumni golfing in this thing. I think there's some people from the Oilers. Uh, there's Sportsnet people. And I was just looking at the ad for it. It says everybody will be teamed up with a celebrity golf. So everybody gets a, a celebrity in their foursome. And that made me wildly uncomfortable because is that you and I? Oh, like, God, because I we're not. members of the media. I would be so disappointed if I spent money on a golf tournament and I got teamed up with me. Like, I would be like, who? Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, the group in front of us has a Blue Jays player. The group behind us has an Oiler you know? player. <laughs> and they're stuck playing with that. That wouldn't be a good draw. <laughs> the group in front of us has Gene Principe. I think he's in it. Man, I hope that's so, not the case. Yeah. <laughs> so also, I want to play with a Blue Jay. So do I. Just so I, I can wanna... say I demolished a Blue Jay. I don't want to play with you. Are we <laughs> going to be together? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I hope that we play together. I think we are. And I hope we do get teamed up with a celebrity. 
I have this lingering feeling that I'm going to show up and they're going to think I'm like I, I I work at the golf course. Yeah, they're going to be like uh, greenskeeping. That starts at like 4 a.m., son. Like, hey, can you go rake a few bunkers before the important <laughs> sure, people go tee off? Whatever. And I will say yes. But huh. I haven't played around a golf in a long time, and I am nervous about that. And I did yeah. tell you today, and actually maybe I'll do it today, is that I noticed the last time I was in Costco. Oh, yeah. That they were selling their own brand, a Kirkland brand of putter. You can buy a Kirkland wedge, too. They had gloves. Oh, yeah. Like Kirkland gloves. And it actually didn't seem like the worst putter. And I just feel like, you know, if I haven't played around a golf in a few years, I might be a bit rusty. Mm -hmm. So I need to throw off my competition mentally. Yeah. And I think when they see me roll up with a big, fat old Kirkland putter in my bag. They know you mean business. They know that I'm, I've probably have a sponsorship deal. <laughs> Are you good enough to recognize a good club and a bad club? Kind of, yeah. Ooh. I, I don't, well, good in the sense that if you handed me one of those like wooden clubs from the 40s. Oh, yeah. I would be able to tell that it's a hunk of junk. <laughs> would that even work now or would it just shatter <laughs> because of the sheer power of my swing? Yeah, it can't handle the G's that you're yeah. throwing down. I had to go buy a new driver a couple of years ago because I broke the head off my old driver at a driving range with witnesses. It was oh, fantastic. Oh, God. I saw that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Someone did the exact same thing. There's so much. It was this group of guys, and they were debating for several minutes over how they go to retrieve it. You don't. You just walk away. <laughs> You're not going to walk. And you know what's funny? When I broke the head off my driver, it was at a driving range, and I swung hard, and the ball, like I launched that ball, but the head flew off my club, but it only probably went about 10 yards. I wish it would have gone further. Like, it didn't go as far as you would think it would go. No, if you break a club, you want some distance. Yeah, exactly. Sort of looked sad, but I did not retrieve the head of my club. The golf course contacted me, though, because they heard me talking about it on the radio. And they said, oh, yeah, we picked that head up. Do you want it? And I'm like, no. I didn't want to have to go back there and retrieve the head from my club. No, instead you got a new one. I went and bought one of those massive ones that seems like it shouldn't be legal. It's like you're swinging a basketball on the head, on the end of a shaft. They're huge. Yeah, this is where I'm going to stand out like a sore thumb because mine is like... 20 years old. So it's like the size of, I don't know, a baseball? Yeah. So I need to wow them with my Kirkland putter. Yeah. Do it. When they make a Kirkland driver, <laughs> you know I'm going to get one. That'll do it for uh, golf chat. Aren't we going to, so I, I, I want to be one of those radio shows there where we talk ex, ex, like exhaustively about our golf game. Like uh, hole by hole, breaking it down, what went well, yeah. whether we played our fade you know, <laughs> my short game wasn't uh, wasn't yeah. my friend that day. Yeah, that's where games are lost, Bryce. The sh one and lost in the short game. Well, you know what I always say. Yeah, uh, drive for show, putt for dough. That's what you do always say. As yeah. a matter of fact, you have that tattooed on your neck, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. It applies to every aspect of life. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Hey, even nerds flex. And I don't mean where they go down to the beach and take off their uh, Big Bang Theory T-shirt and expose their pasty guns to the sun. Yeah. I don't mean that. No, they flex. In other ways. How nerdy they actually are. Yeah. Because there's a range of nerd. It's, it's not black and white. No. I wish I had a nerd flex. I'm not saying I'm not a nerd because I think I'm exceptionally nerdy. But I'm not good at any of the nerd things. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're nerds, but we're not accomplished nerds. No. And there's a wisp of sadness to that. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. Last week on the show, and I'm just going over the texts, some of these we never got to. We were talking about, remember the other day we talked about your nerd flex? What is the nerdiest thing that you can brag about? Uh, I can write code in almost any programming language that you can think of and can pick up on new languages on the fly, Tim. How many times, though, Tim, are you at a party and someone finds out about your programming abilities and they immediately go, I have an idea for an app. Hear me out. That must happen to programmers every single day. And the easiest part of app development, I think, is coming up with the idea. We all have an idea for an app. Everybody does, even you. Right now, you're driving to work, and you're like, oh, yeah, I have an app idea. But like 0.5% of us have the ability to turn that idea into an actual app, but no one wants to pay for it. They just, they just want to cut in for a slice of the pie once you develop the app for them. Anyway, thank you, Tim. Uh, How about you? What is your nerd flex? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you have a nerd flex? No, all my flexes are about my raw athleticism and animal-like magnetism. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Wade says, I'm part of the Starfleet, Star Trek. I have a card to prove it. I've been with the fleet for decades. Okay. Been with the fleet. Uh, Christy says, Minesweeper is my jam. I love that game. I can beat it on Expert. Mm. Then you can explain to us how that actually works. I don't get Minesweeper either. Because I mean, I just click randomly until I hit a mine. Uh, Hey, my nerd flex, I had 100% perfect attendance all the way through elementary and high school. I got a special plaque at grad. It's hanging in my office at work. No, seriously, it is. Oh, (laughs) that took a turn... Did it take a turn for the sad? A little bit. Did it? Uh, the fact that it's up in your office. It, cool. That's oh. a pretty good nerd flex, though. Perfect attendance. Man, that's not the award you want when uh, you're graduating high school. You want the coolest kid award. You want the raw athleticism plaque. Like, yeah. Like you got. Yeah. yeah. They now call the Bryce Kelly trophy. Yeah. Perfect attendance is nice. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to get you prom dates. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Talk nerdy to me. Get nerdy with me. You you don't really have a nerd flex, do you? No, nothing impressive. No, neither do I. Average student. Yeah. Accomplished very little. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh boy. I never made the honor roll. I never had perfect attendance. I never won the science fair. No, I definitely never did that. Marissa says, nerd flex of a different type. I can identify plants by their Latin name. Ooh. I can also differentiate the differences in soil. That's nerdy. Wow. Congratulations. My, my eyes glazed over just thinking about that. <laughs> Speaking of the science fair, I wrote back and I'm like, what happened? And they haven't filled. They haven't colored all the details in. It says, I went to the National Science Fair twice, but was kicked out and had to pay for my own flight home from Eastern Canada in junior high. How do you get kicked out of a junior high science fair? The National Science Fair. 
That sounds like a scandal. It does. It's a little bit nerdy at the same time. It's a little bit... Bad boy? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, not my flex, but both my wife and her sister graduated with honors and valedictorian. My brother-in-law and I barely scraped by. Thanks, Zelmer. Okay. Ah, Zelmer. I feel your pain. Zelmer speaks my language. Yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, oh, the person oh, texted oh. back. Oh, what did they say? They oh, said, can read it? I didn't sleep in my own dorm. Ooh. That's why they got kicked out of the National Science Fair. Ooh. Well, you were just participating in a... Another sort of science. <laughs> <laughs> you could say you were, uh, there was chemistry involved. <laughs> oh, that's good, Bryce. That's good. Do you want to hear the nerdiest one so far? Yes. Nerd flex. I went to provincials for chess and badminton. And badminton. Shauna. Congratulations, Shauna. You are the current nerd flex champion. Although I will say, when badminton is played at its highest form, and I'm a big fan. Mm hmm. It is mesmerizing to watch. It kind of is. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Talk nerdy to me. Get nerdy with me. Everybody's got a nerd flex. What, uh, what is yours? You can text the show 10029. I've been playing the Dragon Quest JRPG for 30 years. JRPG, that's Japanese role-playing game. Uh, this person says, I run the Dragon Quest subreddit. It has over 88,000 subscribers. Okay, that's nerdy. Congratulations. Uh, this person didn't give a name. Nerdflex, I can sing the alphabet song backwards just as easy, easily as I can sing it forward. I know it's not exactly nerdy, but it's a trick I learned at science camp back in the 90s, so that's where it becomes nerdy. Yes, anything you learn at science camp. Uh, I had to write back to this person and I asked, was that part of science cap camp? And they said, yes. It was a challenge at the beginning of the week. They said at the end of the week, the person that could sing it backwards the best got a $50 gift card for a bookstore. Uh, so it just gets nerdier and nerdier, and I love it. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody texted and said, Garner, you mentioned earlier that the post-camping shower is the best shower. I would like to argue. I'm a sandblaster. I wear a helmet, mask, and about 50 pounds of protective clothing every day. I say the post-sandblasting shower is the best shower, Paul. Ah, but Paul, that's your everyday shower. Like, that's just the shower you take. Like the camping shower, when you get home from camping, and even if there are showers where you, it's not your home turf shower, so that one when you get home, that's a solid shower. I stand firm on the post-camping shower being the best shower. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about the best shower is, um, the best shower is the one you take after you've been camping. Like I was, I was camping over the weekend and for a few days last week, and I was at a place where there were showers. Plus, I have a shower in my trailer, but it's still never the same shower as you get on home turf. It's like playing a road game. It's just not the same thing. Yeah, because even if you shower at a campsite, there's still a little bit of campfire stink. You to can't you. get the campfire stink off until you get. Home. As a matter of fact, we so we came home on Saturday in the pouring rain and had to unload the tree everything was wet everything stunk of smoke we had to wash we did laundry for 48 hours straight 
just nonstop laundry. I thought we got all the smoke out, and then late yesterday afternoon, we had all the windows open in the house. The neighbor, I don't know which one it was, but somebody right behind us decided to have a fire pit at like four o'clock yesterday, and our house filled up with smoke. So now we're starting from scratch again. <laughs> These will just go back camping. I don't understand. I live in a neighborhood where everybody's yard is really, really small. Like they build the maximum amount of house on a small lot. And it's just, it's impossible to have a fire pit in your yard without filling everybody's house up with smoke. It is tough. It's just weird. I don't know where it was coming from, though. I couldn't see it. But I, I do agree. I think the post-camping shower is a good one. Uh, the only one that comes close in my eyes is, you know, have you ever done a lot of yard work on a hot day? You know what? I was just talking to Jason, the happiest man in the world. That's what he said was the best shower. Because you go in, like, you're covered in sweat and dirt, and then you go get yourself all cleaned up, and then you can go outside and marvel at all your work. Yeah. Yeah, that is a solid shower. It's top three for sure. Uh, Somebody said, can confirm the post-five-day backcountry hiking shower is the best 27 minutes of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why do people do that? For a shower in five days? No, backcountry camping. Like, I just... I I love camping, but I couldn't do... Where do you charge your phone? Where do you plug in your slow cooker? At the risk of sounding incredibly dainty, Mm -hmm. I kind of need the outhouse. So, yeah. You know? So do I. I kind of need a flushable toilet. Wandering into the bush... Yeah. ...isn't going to cut it. Plus, I'm, I'd be mindful of where I'm, I'm stepping. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, Bryce was just reading to me backstage. That's what he does. Sometimes he just reads to me while the music's on. Yeah, and it, it, it was that really sad Robert Munch book. Yeah. I, that, that book creeps me out way too hard. It was a weird thing to read to you on a Monday morning. I know. It just felt right. Yeah. Uh, then you, as soon as you finished that Robert Munch book, you read me the story about Kate Bush and how much money she's making. Yeah, so Kate Bush, uh, running up that hill, made popular once again, for the first time, really, in 36 years, uh-huh. 37 years. 37. Because uh, it was on Stranger Things, and now they're saying that she has reportedly generated an estimated $2.3 million in streaming revenue, mostly because of just Stranger Things. Wow. Like, that song has done so much better now than it did in the mid-80s. And she still, she owns the copyright to that. Yeah, it says uh, she should keep the bulk of that income as she owns the copyright of her recordings. So, wow. Kate Bush making it rain right now. Everyone should, just take 10 minutes out of your day today. everyone should write a song. Because you never know, maybe you will be the next Kate Bush. And, you know, 37 years from now, you'll have an extra $2.3 million just land in your bank account. For a song you wrote. I could think of worse things. Yeah. Uh, it might be wise to uh, set realistic expectations. Not all songs are going to stick. No, no. Not all are going to be smash hits. But you might as well shoot your shot, right? You never know until you try. Someone needs to write a new birthday song. We're sick and tired of happy birthday. And you know that somebody gets paid every time that gets played, right? Like somebody owns the rights to Happy Birthday. And you you could write a new birthday song and maybe you could get some of that birthday song money. Uh, you could also write a new song about uh, driving or uh, so that the good radio stations don't have to use that beep, beep, and beep, beep, yeah, from the Beatles every time oh. they do the traffic. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. 
Um, a few years ago, I wrote a birthday song. Can I just sing you a little bit? This is kind of rough, but okay. I hope it catches on. It's happy birthday to my bride. You're the best thing in my life. I hated you as my sister, but I love you as my wife. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Comes from uh, comes from the heart. You can tell. Yeah. I only worry that. Uh, I worry for two things. Okay. The most obvious being that it's only a song for brides. It's not mass appeal enough. Yeah, and it's also only. Yeah, I guess it only appeals if you actually married your sister. Yeah. So, oh yeah, not a great big market. Yeah, it's a bit of a narrow window you're aiming yeah. at there. Hmm. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.